booze, booze, and boobs. It's pun intensive. And welcome to Pun Intensive. We have a spooky episode today on today's panel, the Halloween trifecta, ghoulie, grumpy, and ghastly, it's Scary Halleck. With even more G's, he's at ease in any morgue, ghostly, gory, and grim, Greg Siegel. Eye-patched, eerie, but not all that evil, Erica Etten. The terrifying, trolling, trick-or-treating town crider, Bill Crider. With spooky, scary effect, the startling Steve Brooks. Bizarre, blood-curling, bone-chilling beast, Andy Belinsky's too, Andy Belinsky. And me, in my frightening phase with a frightening face, Aaron Faisal. We're going to start off, as always, with Zinger of the Week. Zinger of the Week! True tales and testaments of the wit in word perpetrated in real life by ours truly. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and start with my cope producer and former but longtime pun off producer, Gary Halleck. Hello, Gary. Thank you, Aaron, and thank you for the rousing introductions. I feel like I'm reading the credits on The Simpsons Treehouse of Horror, episode 72. (laughs) (laughs) I have a friend around the corner from me here in my neighborhood. I eventually got into the conversation where I had a chance to slip a pun or two in on him just to test the waters and see whether or not he was receptive to punning and wordplay. And usually what happens, and happened this time too, either they say, oh yeah, you should meet my dad, because my dad really loves puns, or you should meet this other guy I know, because he really loves puns, right? They're kind of deflecting, as if to say, I don't really like puns, but I know somebody who does. So anyhow, he told me, yeah, I know this guy, everything he writes to me on the text message is always about puns. And I said, well, who is it? I might know who it is. And, and he said, oh, no, you wouldn't know him. I said, yeah, I might know him. What, what's his name? He says, well, his name's John Lambie. I said, I know John Lambie in Australia. Yes. He, he won the putt off like 12 years ago. <laughs> I said, well, oh, I didn't, didn't know he ever even came to Austin. Well, I know him better than you did. <laughs> it was just like the weirdest sort of existential it's experience. Amazing. Mm-hmm. That, you know, I, I'm, people are always recognizing me from, from all my years of being on TV and and on stage at the pun off and everything. But the, what are the chances of one punster in Australia and we both know him? <laughs> That's amazing. All right. So let's get a zinger of the week from multi-pun competition winner. Apparently not including MVP, but definitely an audience favorite at the O. Henry pun off, Erica Etten. Hello, Erica. Hello. So let's hear your zinger of the week. Uh, it's admittedly not a very good one, but I speak once a semester at entrepreneurship class at Georgetown because that's where I Uh, went to business school and I was doing it the other day and it's on zoom now. And someone asks a question. He's like, I don't want to put you in a particular box, but, and then whatever the question was. And I I said, you didn't put me in a box. Zoom did. (laughs) That's great. (laughs) And pun slinger, bell ringer, a good old Bill Kreider. Hello, Bill. Do you have a zinger of the week? I got out zinged. I took my car in to have some work done on it. The guy was working on the brakes and he put it up on the big lift. And as he was showing me the brake, this big lift is there and it was up too high. He had to lower it to show me something. And so I said, oh, that's quite a letdown. And he shook his head and said, oh, come on, give me a break. <laughs> and, and I said, 
have you used that one before? And he said, every day. <laughs> Austin area musician, Limelighters member, and O. Henry Punoff MC slash Judge Steve Brooks. Hello, Steve. You have a zinger for us? Well, I thought I'd do an oldie uh, that was a Halloween related. That'd be great. It was the year when I opened the door and there were two trick-or-treaters there. They were both wearing identical ghost costumes. And I said, oh, your ghost is as good as mine. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. Known to all O. Henry contestants as its registration and check-in guru, but known to everyone else as Julia's husband, Andy Belinsky. Hi, Andy. Hi. I've been playing a lot of online Irish music this Zoom season, if you will. I play the flute. And there's various apps for collaborating online with people. And most people just come on with their own boring name as their username. But the one that I'm using is Flute Season. (laughs) All right. And pun DMV frequenter, copywriter, and email writer, Greg Siegel. Hello, Greg. Hey, Aaron. So although this zinger was zung not literally last week, but I think appropriately enough, because first of all, I had actually zunged it at my fellow panelist Erica here, and it was related to a holiday, albeit a different holiday than we're discussing here. It's one of those that I think we've all had this experience. You, How did I not see this before? You know, you, you, <laughs> you, you've had this concept a million times. So on Independence Day, Erica texted me a memoji of a cartoon, Erica, surrounded by fireworks. So I texted back. I hope you have a good 4th of July. The other three-fourths of July as well. (laughs) (laughs) You're right. I never thought of that. (laughs) That's pretty great. All right. Well, we're going to try to stick with the Halloween holiday theme for the rest of the show. After this, if you've ever had a terrifying date, you'll be able to relate to what happens after our break. Stick around. are lucky enough to have a dating expert on the panel and that happened across my mind when I was deciding what game to do and I thought it'd be fun to talk breaking up. I was just kind of wondering maybe you guys could give some suggestions. Were you for example dating a specific person and decided to break up with him? What would you say to Frankenstein? It's not you, it's me. I mean you just never had me in stitches. <laughs> It's not you, it's me. I have to bolt. (laughs) It's not you, it's me. It's all right if you bolt. I can find someone next time. It's not you, it's me. We just don't agree on anything. Um, Anti-Metheus and you're (laughs) Prometheus. That's an English major sort of thing, I guess. No, 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 it's brilliant. It's not you, it's me. I am tired of competing with the doctor for your affection, and I'm just going to let him be the victor. (laughs) Bill. It's not you, it's me. I was born here originally, and you're a transplant. (laughs) Uh, It's not you, it's me. I like to keep the house warmer than you do, and I was always chilly. Oh, nice. (laughs) Oh, God, I was trying to fit that. Good. It's not you, it's me. We're just not the same age, and everybody's always accusing me of robbing the cradle to the grave. 
It's not you, it's me. We're just not two people who would ever marry. Andy. It's not you, it's me. I'm made up of human parts, and a certain extent of you is made up of kale. You're just a green skin. <laughs> it's not you, it's me, but still, you're fired bad. <laughs> it's not you, it's me. You know, we've been out several times, and there's just no electricity. <laughs> it's not you, it's me. Every time we cook together, you just don't hold your end of the bargain. I'm like, come on, stir. <laughs> it's not you, it's me. As I just said, when we're cooking, I keep telling you to cook our stir fries in a certain manner, and you just want to walk this way. <laughs> it's a particular Frankenstein movie joke. I gotcha. Mm. Uh, Gary. It's not me. It is you. Being with you is pure torture. And don't try to make another pitch. Forget about it. <laughs> it's not me. It's you. The doctor was experimenting with your DNA, and he just made your genes wilder. <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, so you did have to move on. You probably should have realized even before you started dating this person that it was not going to end well. So I just want to know, how did you guys break up with that skeleton? <laughs> I don't love you anymore. Nobody loves you. <laughs> Dad joke. It's not me. It's you. I don't find your jokes humorous. Oh. <laughs> not me. It's you. You're a zero on a skeleton. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. It's not me. It's you. In fact, I'm going to get a restraining order. You can't come within a 10 mile radius. Oh. <laughs> not me, it's you. You don't have any dating skulls. <laughs> it's not you, it's me. At last I found somebody else. At last is the bone that leads from your neck to your head. <laughs> oh, 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 gotcha, 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 gotcha. <laughs> oh. It's not you, it's me. I've been spying on you and you're not faithful. <laughs> it's not you, it's me. I don't like your singing. It's do re mi fossil. <laughs> it's not me, it's you. We never meet. <laughs> it's not me, it's you. You're always saying blasphemous things. Is nothing sacrum anymore? <laughs> it's just not going to work out between us. You were just a flesh in the pan. <laughs> it's not me it's you you're always coming out of me <laughs> it's not you it's me every time you make a joke i don't get it and i just give you a very stern um <laughs> it's not me it's you i don't think you have the guts to follow through with a commitment <laughs> so the skeleton was all broken up after that but you did have to move on this was an interesting one, though. You really thought that this was going to last. You like dating older people, apparently, but it ended up not turning out. How did you break up with that mummy? <laughs> it's not me. It's you. You're all wrapped up in yourself. Yes. <laughs> this one's super easy. It's not you. It's me. I have mummy issues. You're asking me why we're breaking up? I don't need to tell you the gauze. <laughs> it's not you, it's me. Although I've tried to teach you, you've never learned how to use your smartphone. I get tired of hearing all these, oh, series, oh, series. 
Okay. <laughs> it's not me. It's you. You tried to sell me Amway, and I don't want any part of your pyramid schemes. <laughs> it's not me. It's you. I don't want to live in a teepee. Toilet paper. Toilet paper. Oh, geez. <laughs> now, I have one question. What color was it? Red. It's definitely <laughs> two-ply. <laughs> it's probably not you. It's probably me because <coughs> it's our cough, I guess. the guy who famously uh, played a lot of these wonderful movie monsters it's not you it's me you'll just won't take your carl off there we go bill it's not me it's you you're still in denial over your last breakup yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's not me and i think it might be you something sphinx in here (laughs) it's not me it's you I wanted to do S and M with you, and you just wagged your finger and said, kink, tut, tut. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's not you. It's me. I never learned how to dance, and it takes two to tango. <laughs> it's not you. It's me. Uh, to be Pharaoh, I just don't like you. <laughs> okay well you know what i think that's a really good place to go ahead and take a break when we come back uh sexy witch costume sexy frankenstein costume how about sexy punster costume find out more in a sec stick around <laughs> Down here in Austin, on Halloween, they do a cool thing. I'm sure they do this in most cities where everyone dresses up in a a cool costume and people kind of parade in a circle. And, you know, usually they're paying tribute to current events or just dressing up as a ghost or ghoul. But it's always the pun costumes that I have found the most entertaining. For example, every year around this time, you've probably seen an old photo on the Internet of that woman wearing a slip labeled Freud, like Freudian slip. Or, gosh, probably been about 10 years now when Jim Halpern inked the word book on his face. And a few days later in Halloween, tons of people used that idea to go as Facebook. So we thought it would be fun to talk about some ideas for pun costumes. And listeners, feel free to rip us off or at least pay homage to us. Seriously, it would give me very likely no greater pleasure than to find out that some of our listeners have done some of these things. So I'm going to open with a pun costume that I mentioned in last year's Halloween episode, Johnny Rotten, because it is a punk costume. Anyone else in the group want to talk about some cool pun costumes that they've worn in the past or seen in the past? Erica? The Punderdome in New York has a Halloween costume contest every year. And the winner, I think two years ago, was so good. It was Sharknado, and she dressed in a shark costume and then had, like, all the NATO countries taped to her. (laughs) It was so good. It it won. It It was the best. That's pretty cool. And, Greg, you actually sent me a photo of one that you did a while back. Yeah, well, actually, not that I'm a, a big costume wearer, but it just so happens that I had stumbled upon the wonderful world of competitive punning, which has enriched me so much while I was researching a pun Halloween costume for an upcoming event. 
And I wouldn't even call it what I ended up with the costume. I basically wore a placard, and the placard had two photos on it, one of Gregory House from the show House and Hawkeye Pierce, of course, of MASH. And, uh, I, you know, I walk across, I have the picture of these two characters, and I just look puzzled, and I say, it's a paradox. I liked it. The best costume prop pun that I ever did, we used to meet with the punster convention up in Chicago, and they did this kind of thing. Everybody's supposed to walk around, and you're trying to guess the other guy's puns on his costume. And I thought, I'm going to have one that nobody can guess because it's got two answers. <laughs> and so if they say it's this, I'll say it's that. If they say it's that, I'll say it's this. It was like, you know, the little universal symbol for radiation, mm-hmm. nucleus, right? I wrapped it around my belt. So it's a, it's, it's, it's a radiation belt. No, it's a nuclear waste. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a nuclear waste. No, it's a radiation belt. <laughs> Anybody else have any, anything they wanted to? Uh, it's just an idea and you guys can help me on how to do it the best. So if I want, I'm sorry, but if I wanted to be a booby trap. Uh-oh. I already oh, have half of it. We can't go there. <laughs> Okay, never mind. Um, <laughs> another idea I had was instead of Buzz Lightyear, Bud Lightyear. Oh, something, oh, with, oh. <laughs> something with like Bud Light great. containers, like looking like Buzz Lightyear, maybe. You have an affinity for Bud Light or is it beyond that? <laughs> yeah. Like one of those big desktop calendars. Uh-huh. Or with maybe, mo- I don't know. You'd have to oh, have Bud, Light oh, Bud Light Year. Bud Light Year. I love it. Yeah, because I was I had a few ideas on how to actually do it. I, I actually take notes on the ideas I have. So I, I wrote down portmanteau, but that would be hard. I thought, should I put a bottle of port wine on my toe and put a mustache on me? I don't know. <laughs> I thought of Holy Bible, but I, I'm not sure how I would do it exactly. Well, you're dressed as a big book with a bunch of bullet holes. How about Trump? Hold the Bible. Oh, God. <laughs> I've, seen, I've seen one nightstand before where it's like a nightstand with drawers and a lampshade on top. Um, I've, I don't know if I read about this one or not, but I wrote it down. A knot that's all, bleh. what are you? I'm afraid not. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm done now. <laughs> Talk about Boy's Life 1937. That's a, a that's one of my favorites. These concepts are puns of each other. One year, my college girlfriend went as a pirate, and I went as her parrot. So you know, and we kind of you know we kind of made some wordplay of you know people say we're I'm a pirate and a parrot. We're you know we kind of said we're going as the same thing. So no, 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 I like it. But yet, it, but were yet you, it made were an you ensemble. Perched on her shoulder, or you just walked sideways? Uh, we sort of pretended. Yeah, it was. Okay. That's it was, cute. Uh, Fifteen years ago, I made a couple's costume for myself and the guy I was dating at the time, and it was Almond Joy and Mounds. I was the Mounds. <laughs> he was the Almond Joy, and on the back, his said, "I have nuts." And mine said, I don't. <laughs> was the best costume ever. <laughs> well, most of what we're talking about is like costumes that you would wear to a, to a party or something like that, not actually a character costume. I wanted to reminisce a little bit about something that I used to do a long time ago, back before I even knew Aaron. I think Steve was around then. I used to do the mad scientist show out at the local pioneer farm. And for many years, we did this 30, 45 minute skit of these two mad scientists, a la 
the three stooges, you know, just trying to do brain transplants and bring people to life and stuff. And, and we just filled the whole thing with puns. And every year I would come up with a different name for my character, you know, Dr. Rotkod, the palindromic surgeon. Oh, we had a sign that we put on the door that said psychotherapist, but it wasn't wide enough. So we cut the sign down. So it said psycho the rapist. <laughs> but we just, we just had so much fun with that. George McLuhan and I did that for God for like 10 or 12 years. My great line was, I'm not a mad scientist. I'm a happy scientist. (laughs) (laughs) I just thought since this is going to air a a few days before Halloween, that we might give some people some inspiration. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break. When we come back, we are going to play the Pun Slingers game. And um, yeah, I got no joke there. (laughs) Stick around. are back all right we're gonna play pun slingers the category is haunted houses booyah (laughs) i think i'm gonna be up the creaking door on this one (laughs) i'm gonna be gobbling up the halloween candy don't trip and fall through the window pain it might hurt That's how we screamed when we were locked up. (laughs) Have you seen the movie about the green ogre? His name Shriek. (laughs) Haunted houses. Oh, yes. I was sure you were going to come up with this topic. Assure. Fall of the House of Usher. The fall. (laughs) I overheard the eaves were dropping. Oh, that was a Poe excuse for a pun. (laughs) <laughs> Go ahead, Bill. As soon as I went in the haunted house, I needed to know which way is the bathroom. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you know who sold me this haunted house? Who? It was a surrealtor. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Greg, you got it? Got something? Yeah, I think after this, I might just go join a cult. Yeah, right. <laughs> I always raise my hand because I don't want to spook out a turn. <laughs> you know why I'm afraid of haunted houses? Why? And cemeteries? How come? Costumes. <laughs> I tried to get out of the haunted house, but I couldn't because the windows and doors were locked. <laughs> aunts, 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 aunts. Oh, sorry. I just wanted to say aunts. Oh. <laughs> Ouija aunt, were you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> My niece wants to go to a haunted house. I think she's going to go with her ghoul scout troop. <laughs> if you're going to go to the second story of the haunted house, you need to walk up very gingerly because I'm afraid of stairs. Oh, callback. Nice. <laughs> like a three-month-old callback, but yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was going to go to the bar in the haunted house, but I couldn't decide which drink I wanted to order. Did I want to get a zombie, or did I want to order some monster mash bourbon? After you go up those stairs, if you go to the very top storage area in the house, 
out there among the rafters, be careful because the ghouls might attic you. Must be allergic to something because this particular spot, I feel it. A part itching. No. A, <laughs> a part itching. I got it. I did not. Apparition. Oh, oh, gosh. <laughs> part itching. Yes, I got you now. All right. Okay. All right. If I say it over and over, maybe. <laughs> well, also, Bill helped. Uh, <laughs> it still hate a joke. It's, say it again. Hate. 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 I got it. I'll I'll figure it out when I'm editing. Well, I'm not sure what that was, but if you run out of underwear, maybe you should buy Sam Haynes. Isn't Halloween Sam Haynes something? The priest. That's the the Celtic. I had some people over at my house. They were people that run with a long stick and jump over a high bar. So they were my poltergeists. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i like like we got a pole in there (laughs) going back to our other game it's not me it's you this would never work i'm so sorry for this because you have a hollow ween -er. (laughs) (laughs) well we know that skeleton had a boner so When I got to the haunted house, there was no candy left because all the other kids were wolfing down the candy. I'm going to uh, be going to a reggae festival in a few weeks. It's not actually on Halloween, but it's on the Day of the Dreads. Ooh. I was wandering around the haunted house, and I found this old piano, an old haunted piano all covered with cobwebs, and I dropped my hot dog into it. So now i got a Frankenstein way. Speaking of booze, in the haunted house down the street, they're very uh, thirsty ghosts. Thirteen ghosts. That's a haunted house oh. movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. Speaking of booze, <laughs> boo, okay. boo, boo. <laughs> I had a bike crash and I got a lot of gravel in my head. I think I'm going to need a specialist. Unfortunately, the only one around is in that haunted house. It's the Rocky Horror. all right erica well if people are christian they know more about halloween than i do because they can beat all jews oh nice wait say that again say that again say it again erica oh okay i don't know what i just said (laughs) no no just Uh, just the just the last just just the punchline if people are uh, just what Okay. I was trying to get you to say it three times, but the moment is lost. Sorry. Oh! (laughs) Never mind. Sometimes people like to have a big bonfire on Halloween, but sometimes they make them too big. Sometimes they make them too small. So the city had to publish some guidelines on what you would do. That is, they had to revamp pyres. A lot of times people will pronounce words differently, like, some say ants and some say ants. I went to the haunted house and I got hungry, so I stopped in the restaurant. I saw they had sandwiches on the menu and I asked, did you have Munster cheese? I went into the haunted house and I got lost and I couldn't figure out how to get out, so I had to ask someone. I got an invitation to go to a haunted house. It was an engraved invitation. They said, you need to go down to the basement because there's a grave. I went down to the basement and the grave was so deep, it went all the way to China. That's where I found Asians. Oh, 
(laughs) a haunted house. (laughs) Well, with that one, we'll go ahead and take a break. I'm going to read exactly what I put here for the outro. We know you're always... Yeah, I don't know. I must have made a typo. I'm sorry. Okay, so I'm just going to go ahead and say we'll we'll see you on the other side of the bridge. We are back. Happy Halloween, everybody. We are going to close out with sage advice. Before we do, though, I want to remind you that our website is punintensive.com. And if you go to Instagram.com slash punintensive and all the others, we have things there as well. Uh, Does anybody have anything that they want to plug or tell us about business-wise or anything? I have a new granddaughter. Oh, congratulations. Do you mind telling us her name? Her name is... Fern Saurus Nemanich Halleck, S-A-U-R-U-S. It's not what you think. It's actually, it's actually named after a part of the fern, the Soros. Oh, really? Don't, don't tell George Soros. Don't tell George. Yep, yep. All right, okay. So we're going to... Is she a ferner? No, she was born in the U.S. Don't tell Trump. He doesn't like all those ferners coming in. <laughs> So we're going to leave you all with some advice. We already left you with some ideas to dress up for Halloween, but we're going to give you some general Halloween advice. I would like to start off by getting advice from Erica Etten. Okay. Zombie leave that if you want to make wordplay on Halloween, just hone your skulls, get together a group of your punkins, leave a potion of your dignity at home, Drink some booze and don't run to call your mommy. Yep, I think I spook for everyone. <laughs> Great. Uh, I have some advice too. Uh, if, if people didn't know, Disney Plus is coming out with a new Broadway musical. It's a Halloween sequel to Your Good Man, Charlie Brown, based on the classic It's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. It's another hip hop musical called Peanuts Eminem. <laughs> All right, and Gary Halleck. Well, uh, everyone knows for a two vampire to thrive, he has to have a lot of drive because there's always so much at stake. And I have worn dozens of different costumes, but I'm still a sucker for playing Dracula. Even though he has the bloodline for it, I recognize that the Count had to spend years and years of heart draining to accomplish what he did. Fangs, but no fangs. Still, I have kind of a bad attitude about dressing up as Dracula because it's something of a drag being seen as a hemosexual from Transvestylvania. <laughs> so I'm just not sure the public will bite. Bite. <laughs> and Greg Siegel. So I guess we're not going to have it this year, but when my kids could go trick-or-treating, they'd bring back quite a haul, and God bless them, they'd always keep an eye out. I'm the only one that loves coconut. So mounds, I'm enjoy. Those are my go-tos. I also love Snickers. So they would look for them for me, bring them home. So one Halloween night, they came home. They put their flashlights on the table. They laid their candy out on the floor. And as I bent down to get my big, greedy, gluttonous armful, I banged my head on the table. And while I was reeling at that, like in a Bugs Bunny cartoon, the flashlight started teetering and then came down and bonked me too. So there's a moral here. When you pumpkin for candy, you're going to get hit with a lantern, Jacko. <laughs> Good. Steve Brooks. Well, 
I got an idea for a really scariest conceivable Halloween costume for this year. You take a jack-o'-lantern and you cut out the bottom of the jack-o'-lantern so you could wear it on your head. And then on top of the jack-o'-lantern, you put an orange fright wig. And then you can go out for Halloween dressed as the Great Trumpkin. Uh. <laughs> and Andy, scarier than that. <laughs> and Andy Belinsky. <laughs> so this is some advice, just general advice during COVID. It's very easy for us to feel isolated, and our mental health suffers when we don't have proper interaction with people. So I'm masking for a fiend. Takes care of each other. And have a video call with somebody. Zoom, be a friend. <laughs> All right. And I am Aaron Faisal. I am signing off with the catchphrase. We'll see you next time.